went to Shea Stadium, saw the Beatles. That'd be 65. My brother and I took a trailway bus down from Kingston where I was living with my dad. And uh, that was memorable. I uh, used to come down to the city. We'd take the bus down and we'd wander down around the village. You know, it's probably 65. You know, look for rock stars. And I wound up moving to New York in 69. I uh, graduated from high school in 67 and started writing songs and singing. And so I moved to the Greenwich Village and rented an apartment and played a lot of the familiar clubs, uh, the Café Wa, Gaslight, Folk City. And I uh, hung around New York for a couple years. I put a band together. I had an opportunity to go back to Tampa and I went back and we, you know, had a pretty cool run with this first little band of mine and, and people started dropping out and they got homesick and I don't know, it just, different local people would join the group and it turned into the Outlaws. That was probably 72, 73, 74, we got signed to Ariston late 74. But you know, it was wearing your sunglasses at night, hitchhiking from here, there, and everywhere, carrying your guitar around, looking at the uh, world around you and seeing people live, you know, with a home and a, a warm place to be on a cold night when you were kind of stuck out in the breeze with your thumb in the air. And it was sort of this uh, painful, process of trying to become an artist and paying a somewhat significant price for it. So, you know, relationships, you know, always pointed towards your career. They were always somewhat supportive of your effort and, you know, and you kind of made choices based on what was best for your musical dreams. And that's really like growing up from high school. I mean, I went to college for a couple of years on and off. I was not too good at that. There was a coffee house in St. Pete uh, called Bow Arts. And Bow Arts was famous. I mean, Jim Morrison played there and then all these other characters after that, folk musicians, and, you know, just, uh, Eric Von Schmidt and all these, you know, notable characters. And that was really sort of a folk music beginning for me and eventually a band and then the Outlaws broke and we got sort of out. So, but it was, you know, a struggle and you had to be resourceful. You had to kind of measure your uh, words with people so that you would convince them to help you and you recognize those that could and you would you know cultivate those relationships and it was very sort of patronly from the standpoint of the performer and uh, 
and the four or five guys that made up the band, you know, we just bounced around in the old spin cycle until, you know, stuff started to stick. And then once we got going, I mean, I just kept after it hard for, to this day. And we just constantly looking at it and figuring it out and acting upon it. Well, I think the, the, the goal for me was to get a record deal. It wasn't necessarily, I mean, you could never intimate the possibility of having a gold or a platinum album. I mean, that was just way past the possibility of expectation. I mean, to me it was to get a record deal, to record an album as a recording artist, to me was the goal. And so when Clive came back to the dressing room in Columbus, Georgia and said he was going to sign a band, it was like, you know, one of those moments where you actually did what you set out to do. It, it, didn't, it didn't feel particularly, you know, overwhelmingly joyous or accomplished because the road getting there was so, you know, warped. But I think in the very heart of who I was at that moment, I knew that I had succeeded in what I set out to do and that felt good. We hadn't really done anything at that point. We were just sort of on the, on, in the batter's box. But, you know, things happened pretty good for the Outlaws and, uh, and the rest of the little segments of my career were, you know, sort of visions of sort of educated guesses about how to go about doing what I did. And, for some reason, I just had this talent of organizing and putting things together and bringing people together and making, you know, this exacting effort on a song-by-song -song basis. And, you know, it just, I got lucky. A lot of luck involved in that. And, but then persistence, you know, there's no luck without persistence.